Welcome to the Career Boosters podcast, your compass to professional growth. Join Tiffany and Paul, armed with 25 years of career expertise, as they uncover the art of personal branding and learn from MBA students going through their own career journey. Navigate the realm of self-discovery, gain insights from industry pros, and equip yourself with cutting-edge strategies for modern career success. Get ready to amplify your journey with actionable insights on the Career Boosters. Okay, well, hello, everybody again. Uh, I am Paul. And I'm Tiffany. And we're your Career Boosters podcast hosts with a combined 25 years of experience boosting the careers of thousands of students and industry professionals. Tiffany and I are both career coaches and educators to MBA students at one of Canada's top MBA programs. We're both really excited to share this new podcast series where we dig into the nuts and bolts of career management and personal development. We think this is a really exciting opportunity to engage with students and the larger community who are interested in tangible insights and actions to boost their career. Last week, we spoke with Chandler Holyoke and got some great insights into building great relationships and stepping outside of your comfort zone when it comes to networking. As students are going to be starting classes and getting ready for a new semester, we thought we'd bring in a colleague of ours, Ishan. We love Ishan's passion, commitment, and willingness to ask questions and bring fresh ideas and perspectives to our team. We cannot wait to ask Ishan questions about starting a new semester and getting involved in school activities. Ishan, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Super excited to be here. Um, so yeah, my name is Ishan Balsara. And um, yeah, I've been born and raised in Edmonton, living here my whole life, and I'm currently at the University for Business. Awesome. Very cool. And so uh, we like to start with three questions, but you actually jumped right into Ishan. So we really appreciate you making our jobs much easier. So the second question that we have is, what do you do at the university as a co-op student? And where are you in your student journey? Yeah, so I'm currently well in the co-op program and I'm the experiential learning intern at the School of Business. And I actually work in the co-op office, which is pretty interesting. So the School of Business puts on a bunch of events for both the undergrads and the MBAs, ranging from industry insights, where we take students to um, organizations in order to network with professionals. And we've also done technical training sessions as well. And I've done majority of the organization for that. And um, yeah, I'm currently going into my third year um, at the School of Business here, majoring in finance with a specialization in trading, risk analytics, and digital finance. And I also, unfortunately, have a minor in accounting. So that's great. Awesome. We appreciate the humor around the accounting because I think accountants help our world make a, make a, make our world a better place. So uh, thanks very much, Ishan. Great to learn a little bit more about you. The last question that we have for you, or the last question I have for you, is what interest or hobby makes you forget to check your phone? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And um, I guess uh, I'd like to stay pretty active in my free time. So uh, it tends to be either lifting or kickboxing that keeps me from checking my phone. I tend to try and shut off my phone during those times and just kind of live in the moment and get away from everything. Very cool. Thanks for sharing that, Isha. Great. So Ishan, really excited to chat with you a little bit more about the start of a semester. Uh, and more importantly, how you can get involved on campus kind of in this fresh start. So 
The start of a semester is really exciting, but I also appreciate that it is a bit nerve wracking or a little bit uncomfortable. And our last few podcast episodes have talked about discomfort uh, around networking, building relationships, new experiences. This is no different. And I think we have two choices when we come up against something that's uncomfortable. We get to either lean in or we lean out. Uh, and so I would imagine if you look at both of those options, one of them opens a door of possibility and one of them just doesn't. <laughs> so it's not really uh, as simple as saying just lean into discomfort. And that's what we want to chat with you. We recognize that for many students, and you were mentioning this to us the other day, many students have a gap in learning the really important skills of social networking, getting involved, because for two or three years, you had to do that behind a computer screen. Now, all of you guys are coming back to campus, uh, and some of those skills might be a bit rusty or not even developed yet. Uh, and so we are really excited to hear from you on how somebody can be purposeful about starting a new semester, and including in that getting involved, being active, sitting in the driver's seat of getting involved on campus in groups or whatever that looks like. So I'm really curious if we can start off and if you can tell us a little bit about how you have been active in your educational journey so far. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to kind of delve into that. Um, yeah, so full honestly, I was not um, as active as I could have been, particularly in my first year, just kind of touching back to how you were saying that students kind of came through that COVID time. And yeah, I just wasn't really... I guess, open to the world of events um, at the School of Business and just at the university in general. So I feel like I really missed out during my first year. But during my second year, I definitely started um, realizing all that the School of Business and the university in general had to offer beyond just classes. Um, so I started really exploring student clubs and new groups on campus, found um, clubs that you know spoke to me, um, were based on things that I was interested in. And then additionally, I started attending student club events that, you know, maybe I wasn't um, particularly interested in, but I still went. And that was with the purpose of um, building my network of peers at the School of Business and getting to know people. I feel like people just kind of build a small circle at the university of their friends and their close you know, people. And that's perfectly acceptable. But you definitely should try and build um, relationships with people. I guess, outside of that closed circle and really try and branch out, um, especially in your classes. They're a great way for you to connect with new people and I guess gain, um, yeah, gain new peers that could provide insight to, I guess, a number of problems. What great advice uh, to make sure that you focus on diversity of where you're getting out there. I'm really curious, you talked about getting involved in places that maybe you didn't have um, innate interest. What would one of those be? Where did you get involved that maybe surprised you uh, on what networking it offered you? Yeah, so I guess one of my friend's clubs, he is, um, I guess, now the co-president of NextGen. Um, an entrepreneur entrepreneurship club here on campus. I wasn't particularly interested in the club in and of itself, just based off my own personal preferences. But I definitely started talking to him as a person more after kind of going to that event. And he's actually now one of my close friends and has honestly opened a lot of doors for me and kind of helped me through my time here at the School of Business so far. So I guess don't always close your mind when it comes to where you can meet people and the opportunities that may, you know, be in certain places. 
what I heard there was just be careful of the assumptions that you're making. We all know what assumptions make us uh, and what a great learning. So this semester, as you're approaching it, it's on our doorsteps real quick. What are some of the new ways that you're looking to get involved this semester on campus? At the end of last semester, I expressed interest in actually joining the executive team of multiple clubs. And I'm coming into the new semester sitting on the executive executive team of two clubs. So I'm the VP of corporate relations for a business club, the United, or sorry, the University of Alberta Human Resource Management Association. Um, and then additionally, there was a new club that kind of spoke to me. I found out once again through some friends. Um, and it's the All Asian uh, Student Heritage Association. And they're um, a brand new club focused around uniting Asian communicate, uh, communities and kind of breaking down harmful Asian stereotypes and eradicating um, hate in the Asian community. And that's something I'm super, super passionate about and plan to kind of spread the message as well as I can um, throughout the school year. And yeah, I saw a chance to kind of join something at ground zero and kind of build from the way up. And that is, those are like definitely two of my major focuses, I would say throughout the upcoming semesters in terms of getting involved on campus and sort of connecting with new people, especially incoming students that, you know, may be lost in this huge university world. What a great uh, demonstration of that diversity that you were talking about that opens unexpected doors. So you talked about being on the executive. Do you have thoughts for students who are looking to get involved, but maybe just want to get their toes wet? They don't want to jump into the executive just yet. How might somebody still get out there uh, and maybe just the first step? Yeah, no, that's a really, really great question. I uh, happened to join the executive team just because I was um, a bit later on in my educational journey as you know the incoming students, but there are multiple director roles that will be opening um, across all clubs at the beginning of uh, the semester, and clubs genuinely do tend to hold off on the appointment of director positions so they can get, I guess, new students or students that are newly interested in clubs um, involved. Um, additionally, a lot of clubs just uh, recruit general members to, you know, be in attendance of events to, I guess, maybe even um, prospective um, people for the director team as well as the executive team. So I would suggest look for director roles and just be present at events and show interest in the clubs that you may or may not potentially want to be a part of. And, you know, that just comes from, I guess, spending time researching and getting to know people. And yeah, clubs, once again, are a great way to know people and get to know people outside of the classroom. Awesome. So I hear many different options at many different kind of levels of participation. Paul, you've been around MBA students for a long time and have seen lots of them get involved along the way. In your opinion, what does being active on campus look like or what should those students be considering as well? It's a great question. And I think active on campus to me means many different things. Uh, I love how Ishan's talking about student clubs and being in classes and, you know, integrating into different, you know, I guess just networks, right? It's not just being, you know, tallied in your own network and, and that's it. For MBA students, giving back and doing things on campus 
can be different. It could be as simple as volunteering at the campus food bank and giving back and being in service of, of other people. It could be all the way up to and including, you know, the president of the MBA association. And there's so many things in the middle. The way I look at it, it could be something like Net Impact, which is a consulting group that helps uh, non-for-profit organizations uh, move forward with business challenges that they could be facing. And it could be as fun as something like the MBA Games Committee or the MBA Games Team, where you get to go and compete and you get to, it's a mix of uh, both athletics and uh, academics. And so there are so many different ways to be involved. Uh, and it doesn't need you know, Ishan's doing such a great job at becoming part of the executive, but it could just be going to, a, you know, a panel on, you know, consultants that are coming in and talking about their career. And that could be part of being involved. Maybe you are taking registrations at that panel. Maybe you are offering to host or offering to moderate the panel, whatever it could be. There could be so many opportunities to, as much as it's nice to say it's great on my resume, well, it makes you feel good when you give back. And I'm sure Ishan can kind of talk a little bit about that when it comes to, I can give back, I can be a part of this student body and, and things like that. But I think there's also the, the, what do you learn from those opportunities? And then I would even say, who can you meet in those opportunities? So I think there's so many layers of, of complexity, but also it's not very hard. It's about stepping out of your comfort zone and going to an event. It could be as simple as that. Fantastic. I wouldn't mind to reframe this a little bit, Ishan, and talk to you about how being active shows up in class. So there's many ways to be active. We've talked about lots of different ways, but one of them is to be present. And you used that word just a moment ago, uh, you know, be present at activities. Ishan, what does being present and being active look like when you're approaching new classes, the start of classes and throughout the whole semester? Yeah, being present in class is definitely a challenge, um, especially I can even say for myself um, when it comes to those more difficult subjects. Um, but I guess definitely being prepared and knowing what's going to go on in the class you're about to attend is super, super important. Just getting an idea of the topics covered, doing a little bit of revision beforehand and going into the class mentally prepared about, you know, what am I going to learn in this class? And what am I aiming to take away? I definitely feel like that's a great way to approach um, the start of a class and, you know, kind of make sure you're taking away what you're meant to take away from it. Um, for example, I definitely, you know, download the notes before class, give it a quick read, highlight key points, just things like that to, I guess, once again, just get you prepped for the class and um, make sure that, you know, you're heading into there with the right mindset. Great preparation tips. Uh, if you were to talk about what your presence might look like in class as it relates to being active, how do you show up so that you're showing up as being an active participant in class? Yeah, so definitely first um, turn your phone off. Like this uh, heading into the university and being present in these large classes, it's really easy to kind of just go on your phone and sit in the background Shutting off your phone and paying attention to the class is definitely super, super important. Talking with people, I guess, around you when permitted, of course, um, about class topics is a great way to A, meet people and kind of bounce ideas off each other um, in terms of what you're learning in the class and I guess different takes on the subject at hand. Um, and once again, as permitted, ask questions on the topics that the professor is, I guess, you know, lecturing on. Show engagement. 
and it definitely gets a other students involved and i feel like just from the pers- like the professor's point of view they definitely enjoy it a lot more when you're actively engaged in the class and interacting with the material that they're you know lecturing on so mm-hmm. and what about afterwards so we've prepared for class we've shown up and we're present in class and we're active in class what can we do maybe after class, recognizing there's always homework and readings? I think those are table stakes. Uh, but to continue that sort of active present mindset. Um, yeah, for sure. I think that revision after class is a super, super important thing, just because in these university classes, professors only have a finite amount of time to get through a lot of content in a and they're going very, very, very fast. So revising after class, just spending, you know, 10, 15 minutes over your notes, reinforcing topics and kind of going through some topics that maybe were not as familiar makes things a lot easier when you go back to revise for, you know, a major exam. Um, So I feel like daily revision and setting revision time as a part of your schedule is super, super important as well. So you have that dedicated time you know, 15 minutes here or there, just reviewing your notes. And like I said, brushing up on class concepts honestly makes the world of a difference when it comes to a knowing what the class is about. And like I said, be just preparing for those major exams. Mm-hmm. And I think I would layer on two more pieces that just go right along with what you've been saying. Being present, I mean, we still have some online classes. So you talked about showing up when you're in person. I would offer that showing up online means turning on cameras. It means being present online in those in those online sessions. And that is not always uh, how we've done things over Zoom. And so encouraging people to be present so people can see you. Uh, and that after piece, you talked about revisions. I would also offer another R word of a reflection of class. What is it that you learned? What challenged you? What was a new thought and how you can implement that going forward? Uh, that quick reflection time, life doesn't offer us that all that often. And so being purposeful around it. Paul, I wouldn't mind your thoughts as you have been an instructor for students. And so Ishan's talked about the presence of being a student. Uh, but when you are in front of students, Paul, how do you tell that they're active or or how do they show up for you? Um, you know, that's an interesting one. Part of me wants to just start to make jokes. It's like the wall, you can tell the ones that are listening by them looking at you. Uh, but I think that that goes a long way. You know, you can, you can think that they're taking notes, but you can also think to yourself, like, are they even paying attention? So I think, you know, attention, we, I'll use this again. I know, I know I've used this in the podcast before. We have two ears and one mouth. We should listen as twice as much as we should talk. But I think that the talking part of that is what I want to emphasize. I love questions. I love dialogue and conversation. Um, I love people that are truly passionate about a topic and you can tell that because I'm there for the student. I am not there for myself. I am not a huge fan of public speaking. I do it because it's a part of the role that I take on. And there are the parts of the classes that I run the dialogue, the discussion, the rich conversation, that to me is what makes a great class because uh, they're not the only ones learning, I'm learning too. Uh, But I guess to answer your question, um, paying attention, being active, uh, just being able to converse with people. And then I love the people that try 
and, and this may be a little self-centered, but I love the people that try to get to know me a little bit, right? They uh, are interested in some of my interests. They, you know, if they want to learn more about golf or sneakers, they come and ask, or they say, oh, where is your favorite place to shop for sneakers? Things like that, because that starts to build the trust between the two of us. And then, you know, I have the lucky uh, role that I am both an instructor and a career coach. So I can build trust in the coaching sessions that I have that will then lead to great discussions in the class. And so for me, I think building, building trust, building rapport with your professor, um, and at the same time, just involving yourself in rich conversation, uh, really just makes a huge, huge difference from, from an instructor point of view. Mm. And from a very limited experience, having sat in some of your classes uh, this last semester, Paul, what I also found really neat uh, and heartwarming were at the end of class where the students would come up and truly thank, thank us. Even I got a few thank yous along the way for the time that we spent, the thoughts that we offered, the dialogue that we created, that gratitude uh, to show that and to connect with your professor, your instructor. I know for myself, uh, that really that really made students stand out to me. Uh, and that's really part of being active in class. So back to you, Ishan. Uh, one, I wouldn't mind to ask one more question around this topic, and then we'll get into a bit of a lightning round. But if you think of all the ways that you have been active so far in your journey, what what activity or types of involvement have been of the very most value to you, and and why? Yeah, no, I'd love to touch on this. So I guess stepping aside from the school club aspect, because that's a pretty obvious one, I feel like branching out in your classes is a, is a huge challenge for a lot of people, but that is honestly where I have found the most, I guess, reward in the networking aspect, as well as being involved on campus. Branching out through your classes, you meet all sorts of people, you know, if they're in elective classes, maybe even outside of your program, but people inside your program that, you know, are all involved in different things and you get more of a wider lens of the activities on campus and just going off, you know, personal experience, meeting people through my classes has led to um, the most opportunity as well as, I guess, enjoyable experiences and uh, involvement on campus. So hmm. great advice. Really great advice. Thank you. Let's move to a bit of a lightning round. And as it would suggest, three quick questions looking for kind of three quicker answers that are a bit more uh, gut versus head answers. What first comes to mind? So I'm really curious to hear from you. What part of your educational journey so far has given you the biggest boost? I would have to say the co-op program for sure. And what is it about the co-op program that's given you a boost? Yeah. Uh, the the co-op program offers um, you like offers the opportunity of gaining work experience throughout your degree, and I feel like you become a much more um, attractive potential employee to employers post graduation. And on top of that, you get to um, actively apply the skills you develop and learn in class outside of the classroom in more of a practical manner. And you get to get a feel for the industry you're actually going into. So I feel like it's a really, really great opportunity. Uh, and we would also agree, considering that we are enjoying that boost with you as you're a co-op student with us. What's one thing that you wish you had learned sooner in your educational journey so far? School isn't everything. 
um, your bachelor's, your undergrad, your time at the universities should be so much more than what you do in your five or four classes a semester. Um, and I feel like not a lot of people recognize that. And they're so caught up in what they have to do for their classes. And, you know, rightly so. But take time to get involved outside of those classes and really see what the university has to offer. Mm. That just is so on brand for everything that you've told us so far this this podcast. And Paul and I, as, as career coaches and as humans, I think, are, are really value service. And so we're really curious to hear how you might help one person this week. Um, well, next week, I am volunteering at the business orientation for the incoming students that will be um, starting their first year at the School of Business this September um, in a couple weeks, unfortunately. So... Um, I'm really looking forward to meeting the new class of students and I guess just kind of preaching the message that I have been throughout this past podcast. So yeah, that's kind of my plan for that event. And I really hope that students take away from that and get involved. So yeah. Awesome. And I'm very sure that they will. So Ishan, thank you so much. You have provided us such wonderful perspective and you know, going into a new semester is never an easy thing. And I think that there, it can feel overwhelming and daunting. You have all of these classes to do, but thinking about how you can be involved. And I think you shared great tidbits of information and, and great pieces of advice. And, you know, the thing I find really interesting, Ishan, you're a, a third year business student and, and you know, our main audience is MBA students. They can learn as much from you as they can from us when it comes to, you know, how to step into a new environment. So thank you so much for sharing. So when we look at three key takeaways from what Ishan and Tiffany and I were kind of, you know, talking a little bit about today, the first one is realizing that there are opportunities out there. I think too often we get caught in the, I'm just going to go down this one path that I know that I need to do. And, and a student can get caught in, I just need to go to my classes, pass my classes, get good grades. And that's all that matters. But I think what I took away from what Ishan was saying is there's so much more to it than just the classes that you're a part of. And it could be going to an event that you may have thought, well, this doesn't sound interesting to me, but you can still learn from those events. You can still meet people that you just never know who you could interact with. And I think that, um, that you know, I offer the word that Tiffany used around diversity and diversity of network and how great it is to know people that could be in finance, but also in marketing and also in human resources and also interested in startups and also interested in AI and technology. And the well-roundedness that that gives us, I think, is really, really beneficial. The second thing, and I don't know if you talk too much, Ishan, exactly about this, but what are you passionate about and how can you find those things that you're passionate about? I'm not going to tell the whole story, but I remember teaching a class and it was on brand and it was about the things that you're passionate about. And a person put up their hand and they said, what if I'm not passionate about anything? And so what I said right back to that is go out and try things. And I think find out what you're passionate about and try and Try and integrate yourself into those areas that you're passionate about because it doesn't seem like work if that's the case. Tiffany and I can both speak to the fact that we are both very passionate about coaching people and about helping other people. And every opportunity we get to take that, we take it. And then the third kind of takeaway that I have from what our conversation with Ishan was today was classes, preparing for classes. I loved how we talked about turning off your phone and being really 
you know, present in the moment of, of the class itself. And then talk and ask questions. Talk to the people beside you about the topics that, you know, as long as the professor's not talking, but talk to the people beside you and have great conversation. And then, you know, my little tip of, you know, speak to the professor. They are people too, right? And they are subject matter experts. And, you know, getting to know them and what they have to say is, is a really beautiful thing as well. And I'm going to leave, this is not the fourth key takeaway, but Ishan said something really interesting at the end. And he said, school isn't everything. Uh, I, I would I totally agree, but I would add on to it. Your schooling is just a part of it, but the people that you meet and the, the activities you take part of, that's everything uh, combined with your schoolwork. So Ishan, thank you so much. Uh, Tiffany, thank you so much. It was a great conversation today. Uh, really appreciated it. And hopefully this helps students get prepped and ready for this new semester that they could be going into. Talk to you all next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Career Boosters podcast. Looking for more insights to elevate your professional, personal, and career growth? We've got the boost you need. Join myself and Paul next time for more actionable advice and real-world stories. And remember, subscribe wherever you enjoy podcasts, ensuring you catch every tip and tactic to boost your career journey. See you next time.